With Siyata Dishmaya, let's continue our lessons and meeting with the King of Kings. Wow, what an amazing meeting. It's like the best in the old world. Who better to meet with in this world than with your Creator? So today we're going to talk about Yira, which is the fear and love of God. So we've already explained that there are four general stages of Avoda. Number one, remembering the Creator. Number two, sensing His presence. Number three, internalizing faith in divine providence. And number four, offering tefillah for each detail of your life. So without exception, you must first develop an awareness of Hashem and His providence before acquiring this level of tefillah. But as to when you will be able to sense His presence, there's no absolute order because each person is different. So some people will first attain awareness of the Creator and His divine providence, following which then they pray to Him, and which then helps them feel His presence. And with others, the order is different. And so you, they must work on feeling His presence first, which then de- helps their tefillah. And this was the order in which these stages have been presented until now. So the next stage of Avodah are Ahava, love, and Yira awe and fear so here too here are two approaches that our teachers followed in terms of which comes first so it says in the pasuk turn from evil and do good and this pasuk places turn from evil before do good so one turns away from evil because of his ira and does good deeds because of his ahava and the ramban thus writes in his commentary to the torah the aspect of zahor remember the shabbat relates to the positive commandments it's an outgrowth of ahava shamor guard the shabbat relates to the negative commandments it comes from the sense of ira wherein one is apprehensive lest he do something against his master's wishes so according to the system of correspondences the pasuk from tehillim places ira turn from evil before ahava do good and based on this order many of our great leaders taught that ira should precede ahava and on the other hand, the Baal Shem Tov explained that this verse, he explains it differently. How does one turn from evil? By doing good. So the way to turn from evil is first to do good. In other words, Yira can be attained through Ahava. These are the two paths that we found. And we're going to start here with Yira. But we emphasize, emphasize that this order doesn't necessarily determine that which must be your order. Everyone should learn all the materials to see which path Yira before Ahava or Ahava before Yira is more appropriate for your soul, my beautiful Bas Israel, and then act accordingly. So, however, also that the truth is that feeling your own soul and determining its natural propensity is not all simple. And we know that. So you have to pray and beseech Hashem to guide you in the death of truth and to give you the da'as to do not what is easiest, but what is truly most appropriate for you. And so, the Ramchal describes five general levels of Yira in Mesilas uh, Yasharin. He places the first three levels, fear of punishment, fear because of one's own honor, and fear because of the drive for perfection, at the beginning of one's avoda in the chapter on watchfulness. And then he places the next two levels in the second last or to last chapter, which deals with the level before the highest one. They are fear of sin and fear of Hashem's greatness. And the simple and most well-known fear, not that is attained by all, but known by all, is Yirat Haonesh. 
It's the fear of punishment, whether it be fear of suffering in this world or in the next. And in other words, a person might fear lest Hashem punish him in this world through various forms of suffering or that he might suffer terrible punishments after passing from this world such as Gehenna and Kafakela, literally known as the hollow of the sling or the terrible turmoil of the soul. So both of these are needed. One fear considers the garment of the body, worrying about suffering in this world and the other fear sees beyond the garment, worrying about the soul suffering in the next world. And this is the first stage of Yirah, the one which the, the Messias Yesharim declares to be fit only for the simple-minded, but not for the wise and intelligent. And, but we know the words of Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, if, we only, if only we would be at the level of those simple-minded people who attain that level of fear. So later on, we're going to explain why it's difficult for a person to attain this level. In any case, this is the first level of Yirah, fear of punishment. And the second level is Yirash, Yiras Hakavod, fear due to honor. So the Mesiras uh, Yasharim writes that honor is a driving force of the personality. And by the way, we give that shiur as well. So if you want to join the shiur on 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 the the path of the jest by the Ramchal, which is the Mesiras Yasharim, I want you to go to trusthashem.org and join the group on join the WhatsApp. You can look at the previous lessons and join the WhatsApp group from there. So if not for honor, then you would hardly achieve anything. And this includes not only external honor from others who see, but also inner honor uh, of, of, that you don't want to inwardly feel lowly. And sometimes this conscious is conscious and sometimes it's in the subconscious. But the essence of the soul is honor. It's, it says so that the honor soul will sing before you. So the second level of Yira involves a fear that, that you will experience shame when you pass away from this world and reach Gan Eden. And this is what Hazar was speaking about when they said each person will be signed, like consumed with jealousy when he compares his canopy with his fellows. And it's a deep comment. But the basic idea is that one is not willing to take a lowly position in Gan Eden. So the second level of fear involves a fear of sin and imperfection in one service of Hashem because you, a person is concerned about his spot in the next world in relation to the other Sadiqim. So the third level, as explained by the Mesiras um, Yasharim, in the chapter dealing with watchfulness, is Yiras Hashlemus, fear due to perfection. And this level is for those of sound wisdom who seek true perfection. Shlemus, which is perfection, is basically the same as closeness to Hashem. Whereas Avera, transgression, involves becoming distanced from Him, from Hashem. And on this level, will fear will fear sin because it creates a distance and a barrier between between you and between your creator so in summary the first three three stages of yira are number one fear of punishment whether in this world or the next number two fear that one might not attain sufficient honor in god eden and number three fear that one might not attain full the vacas to the creator and these three levels are defined and Mesidas Yasharim as Avodah for one's own sake. So one does not really fear that for Hashem's sake out of concern for his honor or because he wants to please his creator, but because we ourselves may be lacking either through suffering, losing honor, or missing out on closeness to Hashem. And the common denominator is that the person places himself in the center. And so above these three levels are two higher ones. Yiras Haromemus. Fear due to Hashem's greatness and Yirat Hachet, true fear of sin. And Ramchal explains Yirat due 
to God's greatness and to mean that a person is cognizant of Hashem's greatness and exaltedness and is fearful that he may not be behaving properly before him. And this concern is only present when 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 a person is engaged in some form of avodos Hashem, like learning Torah, performing a, a mitzvot, while, but while engaged in mundane matters such as sleeping, eating and such, then the person will be calm. Right, so the highest level of yira is fear of sin, and this is where a, this is where a person feels at all times that Hashem is right nearby, and so he always fears that he might not be acting properly before Him. So the Rama mentions this in the beginning of the Shuk- the Shukan Aruk when when he compares the sense of awe that we should feel when we pray to Hashem into the sense of awe a person should feel when in the presence of a great king. If so, the distinction between fear of Hashem's greatness. And fear of sin is that a fear of his greatness only applies while one is engaged in avoda. And only then do we think of Hashem and feel his presence. And this engenders yira. But other times if we don't feel his presence nearby, so we don't fear him. And on the other hand, when you feel, really feel fear sin, then you sense that Hashem is present at all times and you automatically fear him even if you're not engaged at the moment in any particular avoda. So essentially... Fear of sin is related to the vacos. The vacos is a state of uninterrupted attachment to Hashem, which itself leads to, leads you to be fearful that you're not acting properly before Hashem. So if you don't possess complete the vacos, then you can't sustain such fear of sin. So in conclusion, the first three levels of yira, whereas one fears for his own sake, but in the two higher levels, we're also concerned about Hashem's honor, that, that we don't want to demean it in any way. And the difference between those last two is that Yirat Dudu, Hashem's greatness, is only present during the worship of Hashem. But fear of sin applies at all times. And so now let's define the levels of Yirat in death. So the Ramhal writes that the first three levels comprise the gateway to serving Hashem. The lowest level of Yirat, fear of punishment, seems easy to attain. But the truth of the matter is that it cannot be easily attained. And let's explain why it's like this. The human being is a combination of body and soul. The body sees, hears, and feels only things of this world. The neshama, in contrast, is helek eloka memial, a portion of divinity from above. It sees, hears, feels, and even smells spirituality. If Gehenna would be in this world, the organs of the body <coughs> would be able to sense it. And the body would naturally fear its pain, just as it fears the pain of physical fire. But since Gehenna is in the spiritual dimension, it's not seen or sensed by the body. It can only be sensed by the neshama. And so here's the root of the problem. If you already are in touch with your neshama, you'll generally already use a higher form of yira. For example, Ramhal said that wise people fear because they seek Hashem and they feel empty without that closeness. So as long as you are only in touch with your body, not your soul, the only way you can possibly attain the fear of punishment is through the imaginative faculty. By envisioning the spiritual world as if it is material, you can attain yira. But the problem, however, is that few people in this generation are endowed with an imaginative faculty strong enough to influence their hearts to fear spiritual punishment. The body can't see it. The soul, which can perceive it, is hidden from consciousness and our power of imagination is too weak. So hence, most people nowadays, unless they have powerful minds, find it difficult to attain fear of punishment. And our great teachers took various approaches to this problem. Some simply stopped speaking about fear of punishment since they know 
<coughs> how hard it is to attain the t- with the tools at our disposal. Another spelt that to the contrary, the main avoda is fear of punishment, and we may not ignore it. As long as you have not attained fear of punishment, we cannot move on to the next level. And there is tremendous danger involved in skipping over fear of punishment because if you don't advance and attain love and closeness to Hashem, you're going to lack something as- essential to prevent you from sinning. And so let's explain this further. We already mentioned that the three lower levels of Yira found in the Mesilas, uh, Mesilas Yasharim, fear of punishment, fear due to honor, and fear due to perfection, closest with Hashem. So let's consider, who is it that wants honor? And who is it that wants to cleave to Hashem? And so both the desire to cleave to Hashem and the desire for honor come from the Neshama. And to Helam, David Amalek even calls the soul honor as in the Pasuk, so that the honor, my soul, may sing to you forever and ever and, be, and never be silent. At times this force is channeled through the body and then yearns for honor of this world. And the root of it, however, is the soul seeking the honor and glory of Hashem. On the other hand, Fear of punishment is so simple that even the body understands. So one does not need to be in a high level in order to flee from a burning fire. Honor doesn't always motivate a person's heart and each person relates to it differently. But the fear of fire motivates everyone at all times and in all situations. So if so, when 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 you are particularly uninspired, the only force that can stop you from sinning is the fear of punishment, the fear of Gehenna. And we see this even in worldly matters. So at the conclusion of a long day's work, you uh, you normally will feel completely exhausted. So even if, 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 if you're told that you cannot make a sizable profit by working over time, your first reaction will be to say, I'm too tired. I have no strength. So let's say we ask you to perform a particular action through which you may gain significant degree of honor. Again, you will probably say that you're too tired and you can't do it just then. But if you're told of an approaching fire, then you're not going to respond that you're too exhausted. You're gonna simply going to jump and you're going to escape. And so how does this work in spiritual manners? Uh, how does this work? So when, when you have proper da'as, your desire for honor is more alert, but still, when overcome by a physical lust, the only thing that will motivate you to do a positive act or avoid a, a, a sphere of punishment. So when you have mental clarity, you're going to seek a sham because of honor or, or perfection. But when the mind is weak or otherwise disabled, only fear of punishment can prevent you from falling. So therefore, if you skip over this step, you lose that which protects you from sin. And then that person is in great danger. So yet those who emphasize fear of punishment so as to avoid the aforementioned danger had an opposite problem because since it's most difficult to attain fear of punishment, they had to toil for a long time to attain it and consequently did not make normal progress in other areas. So people have worked with this for up to like 30 years and still remain with this one level fear of punishment. It turns out that that both methods are risky and we need to know how to safely navigate through them. So there's a solution for this problem of attaining this fear, but it's not perfect. And it's meant only for, for one whose mind is very weak and cannot work on fear of punishment through the simple power of imagination. And this method is to read and study the works Maseche Gehenom and Maseche Kibura Kever. And these are found in the Reishis Hokmah. And in addition to this, to amplify your fear of suffering and in, 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 of pain in this world as well. So let's try to describe the true death of fear of punishment. It's important that everyone strive to benefit from these words to the greatest possible extent, each according to his ability. The root of the problem 
of those who have worked only with fear of punishment is that they tend to forget Hashem, Shalom, and focus on their own fear of the punishment. And that's where we begin to see about Hashem, and that's where we where, where, where they ended, Shalom. So Rabbi Ezekiel Levinstein made a powerful, a very profound comment related to this. So by delving into it, we can learn how to reach closeness to Hashem through fear of punishment. In essence, he said the following, before you begin to work on fear of punishment and focus on Gehenna, you have to first ask yourself who created Gehenna and the answer is obvious but we already explained that length that in the previous in the previous lessons that contemplation has to come in form of question and answer so the answer is Hashem he created Gehenna when he created the world but who burns the wicked in Gehenna now and the true clear answer is that the fire is from Hashem because it is a product of his constant will. And this is the healthy way of looking at Gehenna. So before considering the awesome punishments, consider the simple truth that even in Gehenna itself, it's the creator who's punishment, who's doing the punishing. If one fears Gehenna as a separate entity, then he's separate from Hashem has Shalom. So the proper method of fear of punishment is to recognize that Hashem is the one who punishes. And after that, you should understand that one tool you use for punishing, that he uses for punishing, is Gehenna. And you're going to thus fear punishment, not because you think of the punishment itself, but from an inner recognition of he who has given the warning and will recompense accordingly when the time comes. So when you remember this, even while thinking of punishment, you're not separate from the Creator. So if so, before working on envisioning the punishment, you should speak to the Creator and say to Him, Master of the world, I have read in the words of Azal that there is Gehenna. Who created this Gehenna? You did. Who maintains it each moment? You, Hashem. Master of the world, you said that if a Jew sins, you yourself will punish him. I fear your punishment. And in this way, you connect to the Creator even while contemplating his punishments. So, as we said before, if you wish to attain fear of punishment, but your ability to effectively use the power of imagination and visualization is weak, you have to study what Hazal said about it. In addition, you should pray to Hashem and say to him, Master of the world, why did you create Gehenna? It's so I would be afraid. Why should I fear? Gehenna or you? Who should I fear? And so I should fear you, Hashem. But I don't feel afraid. I know intellectually that there is a Gehenna. And I know that you created and punished the wicked with it. But my feeling of fear is weak. So please help me fear your punishments, whether of this world or the next. And in this way, you should elaborate and ask Hashem to grant you this quality of fear. If... A person does not feel the fear of Gehenna, and most people are in this category, then you should turn to Hashem and say, Master of the world, had you not told us through the Sepharim that we must work on fear of punishment, I would not have done so. So why then am I working on it? Because I know that it's your will, and it's the proper way. I ask you then to help me attain fear of punishment because you want me to fear your punishments. And when people fear your punishments, your honor is increased. So to illustrate, a father says to his son, if you don't do what I say, you may not come with us on the trip that we're planning. And the son says back, so I won't come. I don't care about it at all. So besides the lack of interest in the trip, which is not the father's main concern, the son's response to place a lack of respect for his father's warning. So Hashem's honor dictates that Gehenna should cause us to tremble while recalling who created it and punishes there. So if you don't fear 
feel fear of Gehenna, you should ask the Shem to help you fear his punishment. And this is the first aspect of fear, called fear of punishment. And may Hashem help enables us all to attain it. And please, Hashem, help us to build and expand on it. Our love of you and our closeness to you and Bezrat Hashem and our heartfelt attachment to you, Rivon Hashem. Baruch Adonai Leolam. Amen ve Amen.